everybody. What's up? It's Tipping the Scales. I'm Shay Dawson. I'm Tania Rivers. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? Remember that song? It's like, I think it was a sitcom or something like, Welcome Back, Carter. Like, welcome back. Something, something. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome back. Come back. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome It's crazy back. that you remember Welcome stuff. Back. <laughs> yep. I remember that actually. That's crazy. So how's your week? How has your week been? You've been like super busy. OTE. What's, mm. what's, what's, what's hot and heavy with that? Mm. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, OTE is evolving. It is the new thing. It's the new wave. It's exciting um, because there's so many things to innovate. Uh, there's so many things to kind of l- the learnings from last year, last season to this year. So we're now we're revving up for season two. Yeah. Um, we've got new players we're about to announce. Exciting. Um, that's exciting. Very Some really much. good players. Um, and then after TBT, um, you know, meshing the two worlds of the young, new budding superstars with the older, more veteran you know, pros who kind of understand what overtime is, but haven't had that interaction with it because it wasn't around when they were younger. Sure. And so now experiencing that overtime uh, content machine kind of fueling them. Oh my God. It's like a new athlete. I literally feel like I'm helping to weave a new athlete. And it's really, really cool. Yeah. It's dope. I really love it. Well, I just wish you guys continued success. You know, you've been building something special over there. So Thanks, you know, too. I can't wait um, until I get to see a live game. That's going to be oh. super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got to get you down here. VIP treatment, all of that. Oh, yes. Well, you know a girl likes VIP, okay? Oh, 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 and I know this, <laughs> okay? And I love to give VIP, so <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, listen, so um, for this week's episode, Shay and I thought it would be great to really focus on how you overcome challenges in your life. So we are really going to focus on one theme word today, and that's lemonade. Lemonade. Right? Because Mm -hmm. oftentimes life will throw us through some serious loops and probably not prepare for them when they do come. But Mm -hmm. there's an expectation for oneself that you have to overcome it. And when you get those Lemons, you make lemonade. It's just as simple as that. So I love it. I thought I th- I think it would be helpful for us to talk about different challenges that we had in our lives, and perhaps it could inspire someone else along the way. Yeah, I think Beyonce knows a lot about lemonade. Hey, you know, she made that hey, whole baby. album, Lemonade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think um, lemonade is appropriate just for the time that we're in as well. Yeah, um, I can literally run down a number of challenges <laughs> uh, that I have, have overcome and currently overcoming. Yeah. What would you say was your largest, your most, or not even largest, your most difficult challenge that you had so far in your life? What would, one, what well, would make most, your top three? My most difficult challenge would have to be something that's internal, mm. something that people can't see. It's more of like doubting myself. Oh. Okay. Uh, a lot of people see, like, I have confidence, yeah. you know, I have confidence in myself. Yeah, sure. Um, but there's a lot of things that I want to do in this world that scare people and scare myself. Yeah. And so I'm constantly always pushing the envelope of what those things are. I'm never settling. I'm never content. That's a good thing. And yeah, but it's also every time I 
you know, try to push for something new or do something that hasn't been done. I doubt myself the entire way. Um, so I think just continuing to put like, there's times where I felt like I want to give up Mm. on things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would just say like consistently trying to like push through those, that Mm self-talk. So the challenge of that inner struggle of like, you're meant to do more, you're meant to do more. Um, and like, no, actually this is okay. I'm, I'm having a really good time. Like I'm, I'm making good money here. I'm doing this, but knowing like once you hit that plateau of like, you're comfortable, like pushing, going the ne- like, you know, pushing through. I think yeah. th- those are the challenges that I experienced. No challenge, no change. In life, you know, I, I always no, say that. Preach that Keep all the time. It. No challenge, and I hear no it change. In my head, That's right. Yes. Yeah. But I would say, so I wouldn't consider things that happen to me physically are challenging because mm-hmm. I'm always doing that deep work. So I would say it's the internal struggles that are most challenging for me in my life. Yeah. I think you're spot on Shay. And you, you about talked you? about, um, oh, I'm going to get to me in one second, but I got to dig yeah. in. Cause you said something okay. that I, that yeah. I think people need to hear because what I heard you say was when you get that way, when you feel like you're becoming complacent, another word for that is just stuck. How you have to give yourself that, that self, that like, um, that pep talk that you have to get, that you have to give yourself in order to kind of push past that wall. I have to literally kill, kill off a part of myself. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, what do you say? What do you do? Like, what does that look like if we're, we have a blank canvas, we want to paint a picture for folks to help them. Cause I think many of us get stuck and we're trying to figure out how to dodge and weave, how to get around Mm -hmm. that wall Mm -hmm. of complacency or just even if it could be a confusion, how it manifests Mm -hmm. for you could be very much different from, 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 from most, but how do you push past? How do you move forward? Well, for me, it looks like um, when I'm stuck, that's when I know I need to kill off a part of myself Mm -hmm. because clearly I can't go further than where I'm stuck at. Yeah. So I have to do something differently. I have to make a dramatic change. I have to change my actions, change my thought. And I, let me see if I can like paint the picture of like what, what that would look like. Right. Let's so yeah. let's say I'm working really, really hard at work. And I think the way things are going, it looks like I'm going to get a promotion. Yeah. And then it hits and I don't. Mm. And I've put everything, I've already spent the money in my head. I've mm-hmm. already changed the title in my head. Been there, done that. Right? <laughs> I've, already, I've, already, I've already imagined telling my family and telling my friends that this is going to happen. Or maybe I've already done that. Yeah. And then, you know, it comes. Mm. And then I have to change course. So I sit in that. Mm-hmm. I cry mm-hmm. in the shower. I'm constantly thinking about it as I'm driving. I'm Googling things to read like what happens, you know, when you don't get a promotion at work and reading other people's story. I try to find podcasts that kind of help me to structure, maybe to understand why I didn't get that promotion or why I wasn't ready or how the world maybe or how that person or how that company perceived me. Mm -hmm. And then so I constantly just it's a it's a combination of a bunch of those things. Yeah. And then I lock in on something else and I focus on that thing and it changes me. That process of like locking in on something else. And I literally take that thing that I thought I was going to get and I put it out of my mind mm. by focusing on something else. Wow. I.e. tipping the scales. Um, and now I'm a different person. Uh, now when I speak in public, I'm, I'm a lot better. I'm a lot different. I'm, I'm good with those 
kind of like, you know what I mean? Like I completely changed everything that I was about. I never had a podcast before. Hmm. When I hit that wall, I hit that challenge. I said, you know what? Let me control what I can control. And I went to the podcast route. I reached out to a friend and I said, sis, we need to do this. And you said yes. And so like, Mm -hmm. it's more of like, I literally cut off the place I thought I wanted to go. It's over. It was shattered. I'm done. I'm changing. I'm going in this direction. Wow. And that's kind of how I do it. Wow. That's a lot. But I think you're basically explaining in bite-sized pieces how you're able to push past whatever it is that you've got going on in your life. And it changes, right? Like most successful people look for challenges, right? Like, cause you know, it's what makes you better. You know, it's like mm-hmm. almost like peeling back a layer of skin and going mm-hmm. to be an, a, a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, I would say, well, I had, I had many of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the toughest part for me is acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had, you know, I can, if I, when I think about top three, you know, number one would be just overcoming, you know, just being a, a young mom and fighting through that. But I told that mm-hmm. story, uh, you know, a few times. So I think people understand that, that struggle. Mm-hmm. And many of us who um, are single parents kind of understand that and we, how we got through it, it's very much different for each of us. But right. um, part of it is too is acceptance. And what I mean by that is, of me, of everything mm. about me, because, mm. because I'm very competitive and you tease me a lot about that. I do. Um, <laughs> and because I'm always used, I'm, I'm constantly pushing myself to be better. Like I, I tell myself many times that, you know, I'm not good enough. And it took me, it has taken me a very long time to just accept Tania for who she is. And that's all aspects. So holistically looking at my life. So physical appearance, where yeah. I'm at in terms of the status of just my personal life as it relates to relationships, as it relates to just where I'm at professionally. You know, like mm-hmm. I have to accept those. To, so what, I don't mean that in the sense that I'm, I'm stopping here because there's so much more that I want to do. Like I'm writing a book, you know, and... I want to write a book. <laughs> so share, share that with me later. I will. It's a good topic okay. too. Yeah. Um, but I'm constantly always looking to change. Like I'm never satisfied in life. And I kept feeling like something was missing in my life. Mm. And I had to tell myself that what's missing is just acceptance of me. Just appreciating mm-hmm. me for That's who I am missing. and all that I have and just being proud of everything that, you know, every, every little detail, because I could say, oh, I want to be a size zero. I'm not small enough. You know, I want to have Mm. a a perk of your boobs, you know, like every, it's just like so many different things that I'm constantly like, I want, I want, I want. The voices keep telling you like, you need this. What if you had this? Yeah. But I had to come to a grips and say, I got to accept First, and that doesn't mean you stop yeah. doing you because, like, I still work. Like I still want to be healthy, yeah. eat healthy, and yeah. exercise the things that bring me joy. But in terms of trying to have a certain look, I got to move past that. And and sometimes that's hard for people, for sure. Not easy. <laughs> 
No, not easy. And that and it sounds very similar to what I but it's not a surprise. I mean, we're very yeah. similar. Um and and not being not settling um and always wanting to improve and always wanting to challenge and be challenged. So Yeah. Yeah, I think that also watching other people go through things and realizing that like that came across, you know, your path or universe or whatever and understanding like you can also learn from other people's challenges. You don't necessarily have to go through challenges to understand how to overcome them. And right. Like sometimes it's like you, that person is in your life for some reason, a reason or a season, you know, they say like, yeah. So even when I like met Nafis and like learned about his journey and what he went through, I applied a lot of the stuff that he said to my life Mm. so that I wouldn't, you know, make the same mistakes or, you know, learn from, you know, challenges he has in, in terms of relationships with his family members. And it's like, oh, like, cause when you're on the outside, you can be more, you can be more prescriptive. You can be more like, you can give better advice to, to someone else than when you're, when you're you know, in, it. in the moment. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sometimes I feel like I exactly. can give better advice as opposed to accept, <laughs> taking my own. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So other things that I think have impacted me over time too is caring too much about what people think about where mm. I should be and mm. whatever it is, you know, living up to yeah, their standards. Like no more mm. of living up to other standards. Like I have a standard that I set for myself and that's going to change. Like I'm going to constantly mm-hmm. evolve. And, but what I won't do is try so hard because I've done this for sure, is try hard to get others to really appreciate where I am and not feel like, I, you know, it had to be something personal too, because just mm-hmm. to my family, um, when I think about my, my parent, my mom, she was married, like she's married twice. Like, of course, my dad passed away, but she's married. And mm-hmm. all of my aunts, except one, are married. Um, and a lot of my friends are married and that was a huge thing too. Like by this certain age, I must be married. And then sometimes I would run into people, um, that I went to school with, or just maybe people I haven't seen in a long time. They're like, Oh, you heard, you know, I heard about, you know, of course they always know about Mikhail. Like people are more impressed by him than me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Right. No, definitely. That's the world. So Mm -hmm. it's normally I run into someone it's, Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Your son's doing really well and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I heard you're doing well too. I think every, it seems like everything's, you got, you have everything going on in your life. except you never got married, huh? <laughs> Isn't that so like, it's so, it just, it's like a cut. Yeah. It's, it's like, like oh. oh, like, you don't think I think about that <laughs> every day? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't think I have my own thoughts about, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Do it's, and I know that I have a, a friend who's close to my age, like I'm 45 in a few months. And um, she's close to my age in her forties and she never had children and she's married and her mm-hmm. family. Oh, it's like a constant continuous conversation. Like, is everything okay? Like, are you all right? Is your husband okay? Like are you guys having issues? Um, and, and I know she struggles with that too. I'm like, you got to stop. Like, if you want children, you want mm-hmm. children. Children mm-hmm. are a blessing. My son is a huge blessing to me and continues to be in my life since he was born. 
But there are people mm-hmm. who just don't want to have children, and that's okay. But she feels yeah. so much pressure from her parents and from, and not just that, just coworkers, friends. Because they need something it's to live like, for, probably. It's like, why are you not married yeah. yet? So I think I'm at the point, too, where I care, but I don't, respectfully. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's fire. Yeah. I, yeah, I honestly have never really cared. <laughs> I've been kind of uh, free-balling. My personality mm-hmm. and who I am for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, you say T. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> like you tell me that all the time. Like T. Why do? You, who cares? Screw them. Yeah, one, one because your perception of yourself and you know other people's perception of you is completely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the little things you nitpick at, people are in awe of, um, and so it's really hard to see how other people see yeah. you sometimes. But like when people look at you, or when I say Tania, or you know people from the six, they're like, oh my, their eyes light up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. And sometimes that's not how you see yourself. Like, I'm sure sometimes when you, you know, nitpick at the little things, I'm sure your eyes aren't lighting up, but they should yeah. be. Because it's like, you know, you are amazing. It's like, oh, yeah. Sure. Like you, you do exude all of that, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. So like you're always there for people. Like you just have a lot going on for yourself. And so yeah. I'm glad that you're that at that took place. Took a while. You know what I'm saying? Like it took <laughs> sure. a while. But, but that's the beauty of it. And that's why... Having a podcast and being able to share this, it's helpful. somebody else is probably going through yeah. that or, or reaching that same point as you. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking too, like, what other challenges? And I don't want to share challenges that happen in my life. Everybody's going to have their own challenges. Like, we don't need sob stories on here, but we just need more. Like, the reason why I'm sharing my internal things is because that's what we don't talk about. Like, even my friend and I were talking about this weekend, like, all the sexual stories that the sexual nightmares that happened to us, we've net, we, we, a lot of people went through that suffering in silence because it's not something you talk yeah. about. Right. Wow. Like things that happen to you. If you got a UTI, like you're all scared to like tell people because you don't know what it is. You know, it's like no one prepares you for that. Not your parents. It's not like your friends are talking about it. So it's like all that stuff you, you know, diagnose yourself with like cancer, you know, <laughs> like stuff like that. Cause we don't talk about the internal. So I'm going to talk about my internal challenges, you know, today on this, when we talk about lemonade. Yeah. Because like, and I even think about like, and I think about myself, like advocating for mm. myself. Stand, I, I, can, I can fiercely stand up for other people. I can fiercely go in for other people. But when it comes to me. You are now. I feel you like. You are now. You know, I uh-huh. am now. But like, it's hard too. Because it's like, do I want to, you know, start something, a conflict? Do I want to have someone mad at me? Do I want to have a rift with someone? Do you know, I'm, a, I'm also always afraid to like upset the scale. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. You know, we tip in the scale, but sometimes I'm afraid to tip the scale. And, you know, that's just an honest, honest thing mm. is like, I like when it's when somewhat, somewhat harmonized. I like when it's somewhat balanced. balanced. Yeah. But sometimes you have to put all your weight on that other side in order to advocate for yourself to break through and get what you need. And sometimes I'm deathly afraid to do that in my relationship wow. or in personal relationships mm-hmm. or in, in, at work. It's like, I don't know, like, that's another internal struggle I have that maybe I don't talk about enough. It's like, how do I speak up for myself without, you know, being, it's okay to upset the other side, especially if I have to, you know, communicate that in a way that maybe it didn't come off as loving. Cause I always, you know, that's my intention is to always be loving. Right. But sometimes it's hard for me to push past that and like actually say something sternly or um, matter of fact, because I don't want to hurt someone else's feelings, you know, yeah. like, so I have a hard time doing that too. And sometimes I miss out on opportunities. Sometimes I've missed out on love. Sometimes I've missed out on things because I would suffer inside. Yeah. You know? And I think 
if if we don't leave anything, uh, not <laughs> one nugget for you, with you today uh, from this episode is talk. You know, mm-hmm. don't sit in silence about anything because mm-hmm. in order for you to heal, you have to reveal. You know, like those mm-hmm. kind of go hand in hand. And when you don't, you know, it's, it's like a disruption to the system for sure. And in order for you to move past it, you have to really just, even if it's just speaking it out or writing it down, you have to address it and not just tuck it away. Because when you tuck it away, you never, you're never going to heal. And that's part of the mm-hmm. process. You know, it's funny because I was speaking to a friend of mine today who opened up. Um, she told me a story about when she was 12 years old, uh, that her uncle almost raped her. Uh, she was, he had a really nice shiny bike, you know, just caught her eyes, you know. Remember back in the day like when a motor, bike, like a regular bike, bike, like a or? pedal bike. Oh, okay. Remember back in the mm-hmm. day when pedal bikes was like the thing, you see a nice shiny yeah. bike, and you're like, oh, love that bike. And mm. he had like a really nice shiny bike. And she was like, hey, can I go for a ride on your bike? He was like, he's like, yeah, I'll take you for a ride. You know, I'll let you go for a ride later. And he came back later in the day. It wasn't quite dark outside. Um, but he came back, was like, hey, come on, you can ride my, you know, you can ride my bike. And she was like all excited, running down the stairs. And when she got to the bike, he was like, well, hop on. She's like, well, I kind of wanted to ride the bike by myself. He was like, no, hop on. He's like, I'll, I'll take you for a ride and then I'll let you ride it. But, you know, and she got on the bike. And he, she realized that he was like going near the park. So he got mm-hmm. to the park and he's like, oh yeah, you know, I left a piece on the bike, a piece of the bike dropped off in this bush over here. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he just like kind of charged her and threw her down, you know, and, and tried to rape her. And mm-hmm. out of nowhere, a gentleman came and was just like helped her and then walked across the street. She's old. She's probably like 50. Walked her across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, that was back in the day when there was telephone booths and she went to the telephone booth and called. Right, right. Um, I believe her, uh, someone in her family came and got her. But one of the things she didn't do, she didn't sit in silence, but she told someone. And guess what happened? I think this happens sometimes for people who experience that type of trauma. Is she told someone, and what do you think happened? They went and got they didn't her. Believe, they, came, they came and got her, but they didn't believe her. Her mom didn't believe her. Uh, the uncle's mother didn't believe her. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. she says, she's like, T, I have dirt all on the back of my, my, my back. There's dirt all in my nails. I look like I physically mm. was trying to get him off of me. And I mm. say all this to preface that she, although she told someone that story when it happened, she haven't really talked about it in quite it's been a very long time because she's this happened when she was 12 she's 50 years old mm-hmm. but it's something mm-hmm. that haunts her you know and it mm-hmm. just felt good for her to talk to me about it and I was telling her about what happened to someone else I knew and how so many women that I know unfortunately went through something in her life where they were um either inappropriately touched or tried to get touched or molested by someone in their family and how you really have to get help to deal with such a traumatic experience. And although she mm-hmm. told someone, she, they never believed her. But right now in her life is still something that impacts her. So going to therapy about it is going to help her. So again, that's a way of kind of talking it out 
not sitting mm-hmm. in silence so she can deal with that situation that happened in her life and get healing so it doesn't continue to have such a stronghold on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an, yeah. Wow. That's very deep. deep. I mean, I have an aunt who's amazing. Her name is LaDonna Cruzby. She's the best. And as uh, my mom's younger sister, and she also is um, a sexual su- assault survivor. Oh. And she is amazing. Actually, we need to bring we her should. on talk about her story and talk about how she literally made lemonade Amen. with her yes. story. And she was young. And you know how your parents tell you not to open the door for strangers? Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a or, or not, not strangers of anyone, really. And it was a family friend who came over mm. and knocked on the door. I think he wanted to borrow cigarettes or a lighter or something like that. And, you know, not thinking anything of it. And he pushed his way through and mm-hmm. kidnapped her. And it was, it was this cra- it was crazy. It was a crazy story. story. Crazy story. Uh, and a lot of my family actually um, growing up in the Midwest have experienced a lot of this type of trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother has, has experienced a lot, a lot of trauma um, as well. Um, she actually is a survivor like of a, of a, a gun jamming, wow. you know, in her face. Um, and and it's just crazy because it's like those situations, if it doesn't break you, it makes only makes you, you much stronger. stronger. And my grandmother's, right? And my grandmother's so strong. Yeah. I mean, so strong. And my aunt is so yes. strong. And now she, what she does is she, she wrote a book. Well, she wrote tons of books and she gives back. She has speeches. She goes to classrooms. Like she really does a lot people. of advocacy yeah. work and she empowers Love other that. people to not go. And she teaches different tactics and stuff like that when, you know, kids are, you know, have to be left at home and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Shout out to her um, and your friend as well, because it's not easy to go through that. But again, it's that talking it out. It's it's turning those bad things that happen to you in life into something Squeezing positive. Squeezing the lemons. And, and making not letting lemonade. control yeah. you. Which yeah, is important. Exactly. And I think yeah. we've all made lemonade and continue to make it throughout our lives. It's not just kind of like one, one pitcher, one batch and you're done. You know, you're going to constantly mm. squeeze those continue. lemons and pour in that water and Mixing a smidge of whatever you do, sugar or whatever it is to make. Sometimes it's a shot of something. <laughs> <laughs> no tequila eliminated you know is good what I'm for me. Okay? Like, yeah, sometimes you got to spike yeah, it. So. Exactly. I love that. But the point is, you're not going to stop, right? Like you're going to stay at it. And, you know, people say things and don't let that ever impact you. Like people told me, like, I remember when I told him my son was going to make it to the NBA, they laughed at me and thought I was just so this delusional young woman. Cause remember I was 19 when I had him and yeah. uh, they thought I was delusional and you know, people tell me I wasn't going to be successful and lemonade it is. I'm still staring at, staring at lemonade up and drinking it every day, but doesn't mean I don't even have some, okay. some I have lemons from something else that I have to kind of squeeze out. <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember <laughs> you being at the Sixers and telling you I was about to get this promotion and doing all this research, yeah. this market research. Yeah. I walk into that meeting and they hand me a contract with a few zeros on it. And I was like, what the hell is this? this? Is not After when I was all the work I did. Yeah. Right. And telling me what I'm not and what I'm right. and I'm that. And I done helped build a whole damn league. Wow. A whole damn league. Yeah. With players actually in the NBA today. So it's like... That, lim- that lemonade is good, never, honey, okay? You know what I'm saying? You uh-huh. can never listen to anyone Ever. when they are doubting you. And they like, you know what's in your yeah. heart. You know what I mean? And you got to just keep listening to your own song and your That's own right. voice. And you know what you're capable and of, sometimes, for sure. Yeah. 
and and right when you feel that person or those people doubting you, cut them straight the fuck mm. off. And that's what I did. Clip, I said, you know what? I'm out of here. Deuces. This what y'all. This how y'all see me. Deuces. Right. Went yep. somewhere. And else. it's funny because I had a previous situation with a leader that just was so damn disrespectful. The things he would say was just awful. And goodbye. I had to get rid. I had to leave that leader. And then after I leave, it's like, oh, you know, want to make it seem like I was just this horrible person for leaving. And it's like. Perhaps you should have treated me better when I was there. You didn't realize what you had until it was gone. And now I'm gone doing great things at a bigger company, at a better organization. Mm -hmm. And you realize mm -hmm. that you probably messed up and you probably mm -hmm. should have treated someone a little bit better than what you did. But to Shay's point, don't ever stay in something when you know you're better than and when you know you deserve more. The only behavior you can control is your own. And if you, let, you start letting someone else control your behavior, then you lost your way. So, and yeah. respect is cheaper. So I don't understand why people don't <laughs> realize that. You respect me, you save more money. I go harder. Yeah. You disrespect me, I'm going to show you up. Mm -hmm. And now it's going to cost you either your business or your more reputation. money or something. You, you know it's what I'm saying? Cost you it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it's crazy. so sad. Go ahead and bet against me if yeah. you want. <laughs> Okay. Okay, because I'm going to make you pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you pay. I love this little fireball down. And, and it, but it's also not in a, it's not in a petty no. way. It's more I'm gonna of show like, you. watch me. I'm going to show you. Remember that t-shirt? And you're going to be over remember there. Remember that t-shirt I found? It says, remember that, um, what did it say? It said, oh, I'm that song you skipped and later on found out that it was fire. Fire. Right? This is, we are, we are those songs. And now you're listening back and you're like, damn, damn. what a nice song. What a, what a thorough how did song. She, how did she do that? Cause I thought she, yeah. how did you thought wrong? I bet she, gonna, yeah. You thought wrong. So listen, folks, our tippers, we're here for you. Please know that if you're going through a tough situation right now, it's only, it's a short period of time. You know, and you will get past whatever obstacle you are trying to climb over right now. Just know that you can make it and you can do it. And if you're struggling, reach out to someone. You know, Shay and I were always hit us, hit us up, even outside of our pod. We want to be a beacon of hope and a beacon of life, a beacon of light in our community. Life and light. I know I said life and light, but <laughs> hell, we can be both. Uh, but you we want to help people. So don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, please continue to follow Tip of the Scales wherever you get your podcast. We're on this journey together, folks. And we can lean on one another till we get to our journey, during our journey. Tipping the Scales Consulting. <laughs> hey, <'Cause>, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, but we appreciate you guys. Um, continue to hit us up on Instagram too. We love exactly. it. We want to encourage you to message us about topics. I know T said last time, don't be hitting me up. Yeah. Hit, hit us, us up, up and let us know if you agree or you don't agree with the things we talk about. We want to have those conversations going. We want to open that up because you understand that like life is about energy, you know, yes, recycling energy. And we need to make sure that we are hearing what you guys are saying so we continue to just add value. Amen. All right. Thanks yeah. guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs>